There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, friends, to another r slash pro revenge video. Did you know that the like and subscribe buttons down below were making fun of me? The only way to get revenge would be to hit them. That'd mean a lot if you did. But with that being said, our first story of the day is by PGS Dixon, Silly Lighthearted Office Revenge. This happened several years ago, but I was thinking about it today because we're putting all the Christmas stuff away in the office where I work. Our office Christmas decorations used to include a goofy wooden reindeer that annoyed one of my coworkers. It was sort of a minimalist abstract thing, maybe about 8 inches tall. I'm not sure what it was about this decoration that bothered her so much. She thought it was hideously ugly and wanted it out of her sight. She had a great sense of humor, and we joked around together all the time. At some point, it became routine for me to place the reindeer on the middle of her desk when I showed up in the morning. She'd gasp when she arrived and saw it and throw it in the trash. I'd eventually grab it from the garbage and we'd repeat it all the next day and get some laughs. This happened all holiday season until we put the decorations away at the end of the year. In fact, it continued for several years in a row. One year, I didn't pack the reindeer away at Christmas. I held on to it until summer, and my coworker found it on her desk in the middle of July. She appreciated my persistence, but decided it was time for her to get the last laugh by taking the reindeer outside and driving over it with her car. After driving over it, she even backed up and gave it another go. I couldn't let it end like that. I took the splintered bits of wood and glued them all back together. She found a now slightly misshapen reindeer on her desk again the next day. She took it away with her at lunch and disposed of it somewhere off property, never to be seen again. For good measure, in the months that followed, she'd occasionally pretend to forget about the episode and ask me, Hey, whatever happened to that ugly wooden reindeer? That next Christmas, I was on eBay looking for Christmas presents, and by chance, I found a nearly identical reindeer. A light bulb went off, and I knew it was time for my revenge. I ordered that reindeer. I shipped it to the office, care of my coworker, and it showed up just in time for the holiday. She was rather surprised to get a package and initially thought it was probably a gift from one of her kids. I'll never forget the look on her face when she opened it. After laughing for a solid two minutes, she admitted defeat and displayed the reindeer on her bookshelf permanently after that. Are you the kind of person that if a running gag starts occurring like this, you try to keep it up for as long as you can? Or would you say you're the kind of person that gets burnt out on these kinds of gags after the first two or three times it's done? Let me know about you guys down in the comments. Our next story is by Anonymous Poster, Sister-in-Law Revenge Countdown, T-3 Hours. Backstory, I've been a good person my whole life, and so basically a doormat. I started enacting consequences last year and basically just blocking people and kicking them out of my life. Unfortunately, the time has come for some pettiness. For 19 years, my in-laws have ignored me except to insult me. My sister-in-law and I were trying to connect a couple of years ago. I thought maybe she was a better person than the others when she married into the family. 
So, sister-in-law and I shared information about ourselves with each other. We were both lifelong members of this one religion when I shared I was no longer part of the religion. I didn't just mention it in passing, I told her my entire life-changing story and she even commented on it. When Christmas came around, sister-in-law specifically hand-wrote what I no longer believed on a card for myself, my husband, and our kid. Hurt and offended, I let her know that I'd confided in her and it was hurtful for her to handwrite what she did, knowing I no longer believe. She refused to take accountability and basically made excuses and said she'd do it again. So this time Christmas rolls around and she sends gifts for my husband and my kid. She leaves me out, as I'd said I no longer trust her to get me gifts or cards, but she didn't even ask what I celebrate so she can get me something appropriate. I personally feel she should have not gotten anyone gifts or consulted first as to what she should do, as with couples it's rude to just ignore one. This may not seem like a big deal, except this has been a long going pattern for many, many years. They make zero attempt to get to know me and make zero effort for me. Another example is at family dinners, with them knowing I'm a vegetarian and sometimes vegan. It took nearly 20 years of dinners where I have to bring my own food and they act like I'm rude when I bring my own dish so I have something to eat before my husband and I stopped going to dinners. To add more to the story, my brother-in-law married to my sister-in-law likes to push my boundaries even though he works for us, even though I determine his pay rate. I told him I no longer celebrate birthdays, but he forgets and wishes me happy birthday anyway. He actually has a weird compulsion to do things people have asked him not to do. As we've gotten complaints from customers and coworkers before, he also doubles down and refuses to take responsibility. Unfortunately, he's our best and only person in his exact position, so we want to say firing him is a last resort. So after deliberating last night, here's the plan. Sister-in-law hates desserts. She insists she's overcome her eating disorder. She's been a healthy weight for nearly eight years. They actually stop celebrating Thanksgiving and actively try to keep desserts out of the house. She gets upset when people bring her kids unhealthy food and gets upset when her husband brings desserts home. In other words, she gets upset when others don't consider her. I have always been considerate of her, and when I hosted dinners, I'd ask her if the menu was okay with her, and I never included any dessert. Not freaking today. We're gonna hit up the bakery for cake, donuts, ice cream, cupcakes, and cookies, and drop it off at their house. The kids will be home, and we're gonna make sure they know dessert is here. We're gonna make it clear. Oh, it's not for you, sister-in-law. It's for your husband and kids. You know, because it's the right thing to do to just leave someone out and not consider them, just as she insisted. I wonder if they were treating the husband bad the whole time too, because as much as OP makes it clear this family doesn't respect them at all, it seems like the husband never really got too involved. I guess you would think that like the husband standing up for OP or trying to advocate against their own family that, hey, they should be a little bit more attentive or caring, might have actually had some influence or swayed things, but I guess not. This next story is by Harlem Harlow. That's not milk. I just got told the story by my mom about my grandma from way back in the day. When my mom was little, they used to get their milk delivered by the milkman in glass bottles to the door each week. She still does, but that's besides the point. However, they had a milk thief, which rightfully pissed my grandma off to no end. Cue her revenge 
One week, Grandma was feeling particularly malicious, as once again, she couldn't have her morning cup of tea, so she hatched a plan. The next week, she woke up extra early to be there when the milkman made his delivery. She thanked him and took in her fresh milk, then she put out an identical set of milk bottles filled with white paint. Never had an issue with the milk thieves again. I'm just imagining some milk thief going to, I don't know, pour a bowl of cereal or a cup of coffee or something. They go and tilt their little milk bottle over and all of a sudden, the surface of whatever they were eating is just covered in this white, disgusting paint muck. It probably would be a pretty good incentive to say, stop stealing this. This next story is by Hot Dog H20. I got my ex dishonorably discharged. So I was engaged about two years ago to a terrible man who was in the army. He was abusive, controlling, and honestly, he was just plain stupid. Like, he didn't believe in evolution because he believed in creation. During our relationship, we bought the home he grew up in and we were going to live there once we were married. I did not want to buy this home because his mother and his family still live there, but that's a story for another day. I'm embarrassed to say that buying that home was what broke us up. So, time goes on, I met someone new almost immediately, and he can't let that go. He contacts me via email and Venmo, yes, he sent me money, and regretfully I engage with him somewhat. It all came to a head when he randomly gave my number to a friend of his, and his friend threatened to come shoot me. His exact words were, you're going to taste the end of my gun. Well, that didn't go over very well with me because my ex was caught on camera coming by my job in my parents' home. So I called his chain of command, which really wasn't that hard to get a hold of, and emailed him the screenshots of that message and various others and the video clips of him driving by. He got dishonorably discharged. I only know that because his mom called my mom in a rage over it. She never admitted that it was her son's fault for harassing me resulting in his discharge. Still gives me a chuckle. I think for what they did, it's a very good revenge, but it kind of is a little spooky too because... Now this guy is dishonorably discharged from the military. They probably have next to nothing to lose. For somebody that was threatening or at least like secondhand threatening that kind of stuff and actually driving by these places and showing up, I feel like a police report should have gone with this military report. Our next story is by Broadway Girl 865 I purposely made my neighbor late for work. I, 22-year-old female, live at home. We have a neighbor, M, who's renting out the rooms in his house to Kay. Kay's been living in the room now for about a year. She has three cars for no reason, two are Camrys and the other is a Sentra. Before she moved in, my sister and I would always park in front of our house. My dad made it a point that we were to only park in front of our house because one, he thinks it's rude to park in front of neighbors' houses because it's front of their property, and two, we have security cameras that are only pointed at our property, so if something were to happen to our cars, it would be on camera. Now that Kay lives there, she parks one car in the driveway, another in the middle of the street in front of M's house, and the other Camry in front of our house. There's no room for another car anywhere. The street that can fit four, maybe five cars, now only has two cars on it. My sister and or I don't have anywhere to park, 
so we have to go to the neighborhood over to park. A while ago, my dad put the trash cans in front of our house as per usual, and when I was coming home from work, I got stuck behind the trash picker-upper guy, and he passed our house. I noticed that the trash can was up on the curb and Kay was parked where the trash cans were supposed to be. They're usually on the street, and once it emptied, Dad takes it to the house. The trash was full. Kay moved our trash cans to park in front of our house. I ran the trash cans to another block to see if the trash guy would still take it. Another neighbor, B, saw me doing this and helped. B helped me bring them back and told my dad what happened. Dad went over to Kay's and told her to never touch those trash cans again and to stop parking in front of our house. He explained why. Cameras, my daughters can't park, etc. It's now December and it has not stopped. My dad called M and asked him to talk to Kay. We heard M yelling at Kay, but it still hasn't changed anything. A few days ago, she parked the Camry in front of our house and took the Sentra out. When I got home, I decided to park in front of her, blocking my parents' driveway and leaving no room for her to get out from the front. My sister got home and I had her park behind Kay's Camry and left her no room behind either. The next morning, I was getting ready with the window open and Kay asked me to move one of the cars so she can leave and that she was running late. I told her I was taking a shower and she'd have to wait. It's not my fault she's running late, and if this was such a problem, she should stop taking up so much space with two little cars. She struggled for 20 minutes, but did end up getting out. Since then, I've been doing this daily, and my family and other neighbors like B help by telling me how close to get. I really don't understand why this one lady has three cars, but also, they had three cars. Why be stubborn about the one that's blocked in, just take one of the other two? There's definitely something weird going on there, like no insurance or something, maybe? And our final story of the day is by ComplexBanana9211. Something went missing? That's strange. I met my current housemate when she was running a house that I moved into. The house had heaps of space, and it was never cluttered apart from the fridge and freezer. Every now and then, she would randomly decide that the kitchen drawers, etc. needed to be cleaned out, and would throw away anything she deemed to be useless without asking anyone if the items belonged to them. My things would disappear from time to time, but I gave her the benefit of the doubt because a lot of people would come and go. We had to move, and just the two of us decided to get an apartment together, so we decluttered all of our personal belongings to start fresh. We haven't even been in this apartment for a year, and my stuff would still go missing forever if I left it anywhere other than my bedroom or bathroom. Girl, what did my unopened can of organic pinto beans do to you? I was home alone around two or so weeks ago and took it upon myself to decide that there was a little bit too much clutter. To help her out, I took one, just one, of her electric hand misker whisks and put it in the bin. I completely forgot about it until a few nights ago when she was making herself dinner and needed the electric mixer. My bedroom backs onto the kitchen so I can hear everything. It started off with a few searches of the kitchen which then led to what sounded like the entire kitchen being torn apart to find this one whisk attachment. I sat in my room having a little giggle to myself for what seemed to be 30 minutes or so. She eventually gave up and used it with just the one whisk. It was a small victory, but oh boy, it felt good. I assume she went and ate her dinner, but the cherry on top was about 20 minutes later. She came back for a final round of where's the whisk, only to be defeated once again. 
You know what guys, I figured it out. Whenever you go to do laundry, when you turn your back and you're not looking, there is a random chance that this lady will show up where your laundry is being done, pause it, take out one or two of your socks, and then disappear. That's where they're all going. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.